0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Slumber Party. I invite you to my slumber party, except like the ones you attended in the 90s. This one actually includes sleep for you, your children, and the entire family. Uh, Every week, I have a unique guest or I answer a fun question about sleep to get you and your family the sleep that you need. This is a judgment free zone. All types of sleep are encouraged. Uh, So put on your headphones. Walk around for the duration of a crab nap and just enjoy yourself. Hi, Dara. Are you there? I'm here. Hi. Yay. Okay. So today I'm here with Dara Bergeron, fitness guru, lifesaver, personal (laughs) (laughs)
1: lifesaver. Perhaps perhaps a slight (laughs) overstatement.
0: sure i'm not sure um i am so biased about dara because uh i was a member of belly boot camp which mm-hmm. she created and founded after having her children um and then as a member of belly boot camp i later hired dana
1: dana not dana so dara.
0: does that <laughs> oh, happen my- a
1: lot no, but I was thinking how you. I don't think you've ever, in all the years I've known you, have ever made that slip. But once we're recording, then you did. <laughs> Always,
0: I think. But I think I I've actually done that before.
1: Yeah. I get Dara. anyway. I get Dara. 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 Yeah.
0: How do you say your name? Wait, how am I saying your name? <laughs> You're saying <laughs> it
1: correctly, Dara. Okay. <laughs> Do we just start over now? No, 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 no,
0: no. Let's keep this. I want people to know the real me. And this is (laughs) the real me. (laughs) Three years after knowing someone, how do I say your name? Um, I actually have a lot of people ask me how to say your name. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Dara because she's never told me no, but she could be being polite. But I'm glad that we've clarified this. So now everybody knows. Um, But Dara created Belly Boot Camp. And I hired uh, Dara after... I was feeling like absolute dog shit and uh, I remember you posting something about like nutritional coaching um, and just the words that you use and like that doesn't say diet and I don't want to do a diet. Um, mm-hmm. And I really wanted you to come on because basically I think a lot of people when when they're working with me, they're when I talk about the goals that they want for after, it's like mm-hmm. I want to be able to work out. I want to get back into the gym again. I want to yeah. feel like a human again. And I know that sleep and rest mm-hmm. and recovery and health are, are so, so, so connected. And, and you have such a great message about fitness and body image. And I just had to, had to have you on here. Um, no, so
1: I'm so happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I mean I think if you're not following Dara on Instagram, Dara, what's your handle exactly so I don't f it up like your name?
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's it's mom bod love, but it's mom dot bod dot love because somebody else has mom bod love um and it's just laying there dormant which is the
0: most frustrating (sighs) thing somebody else has slumber party and it's also dormant and (sighs) i I actually messaged him was like hey i will buy this and it's like a dead account and i'm like you're just killing me
1: anyway exactly Annoying, but yeah, mom bod love with periods love.
0: Okay. And then tell me a little bit about how belly boot camp was created and, you know, what you're doing now and all of your, you, yeah. you're so different from everything else online about body image and oh. working out. And I just feel like I want you to be like, tell us your message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I used to be really the same, which is where, <clears throat> um, which is where I had to grow from. Is that I've been in the fitness industry since I was nineteen, and so you know, you start anything I think at that age, and you just learn to kind of um, toe the line, you know, and and do what you're told. And so um, I came up in um, in the time of like the bodybuilding nineties, right. you know, and it was very and, fat phobic, uh, low super mm-hmm. cardio heavy, <laughs> yeah, super low fat, low fat body, low fat bodies, oh, low God. fat diets, exactly, and so. Um, yeah so i really i became kind of a um you know bastion of that and i and and i and i didn't question it you know i was young and i was and i <laughs> yeah. was low fat you know and so <laughs> um and then uh when i started having children i decided i wanted to leave like the mainstream fitness industry at that point i was um, working in a medical clinic, and you know, just regular regular people, executives, and I wanted to work with moms. When I became a mom, I think that's a really common thread. When I see other women who change careers um, when they become mothers, it's often like, you know, your interests just shift, right? Like your worldview shifts. And so, I wanted to work with other moms. And so, um, about eleven years ago, I started Belly Boot Camp, and it was the concept was just to do, you know, um, fun, but science-based and like serious, but I guess I mean serious like Sought into the programming, not serious, like, but yeah, um, I, <laughs> I don't know, but like, um, you had to write I, in again. I, I, what I will say <laughs> is, what is what like having been a but,
0: client of yours and a, a member of Belly Boot Camp, what I really appreciated yeah. and I, I think was missing for me is like, I would go to do like, um, prenatal yoga and it was a nap, and I was like, I don't feel like I'm doing a- mm-hmm. anything, and I might yeah. be, I might have just attended the wrong prenatal yoga to all the yogis listening to me, it just probably wasn't the one for me. But <laughs> But I know, I know someone's offended offended. a lot of people. (laughs) um, What I enjoyed is like, I remember being 37 weeks pregnant. I think I was 35 weeks pregnant when they joined
1: Billy. (laughs) You were so, so third trimester when you started. I still remember the flower pants and the red shirt. You were so (laughs) possibly the most pregnant to ever come for a first class. Like if not the most you're in I hit a wall a at the end of my yeah. pregnancy. I had a
0: really tough pregnancy where I was sick all the time. Like just I had a cold, like literally for six months. And then I was starting yeah. to feel like my I was feeling antsy in my body. And I remember messaging you being like can I just come and like move a little? Mm. And you were like, yeah, for sure. And I remember you just took me seriously. You're like, <laughs> yeah, do some like squats. And I was like, thank you. And like post, like it was a workout. It was yeah. appropriate. I didn't kill myself. Yeah. I didn't, you know, harm myself because you're so thoughtful and safe about the postpartum body. But I, I was sweating and I hurt. And I was
1: like, thank you. Yes, yes. And you wanted to come back. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. And I think that, so I guess to, to, if we're coming back to kind of where my career has taken me now, it's just for, for a variety of reasons, my own mental health journey with my past as a trainer and eating disorders and body image issues, but just starting to, you know, raising children mm-hmm. and raising girls, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially, especially although I do have a son and I, I worry for his mental health as well. But um, but I think I've just come to a place where I realized over the last several years that mm-hmm. it's coaching and training is so much more about meeting somebody where they are. And I think that's yeah, where the fitness totally. industry is still <laughs> and in whatever industry you're in. I mean, it'd be the same in your industry. You know, it. I <laughs> think why you're so beloved, because as I've told you before, because, um, because you meet people where they are. And what's different, I think about some industries like fitness, Mm -hmm. is that because there's this enormous cultural value placed on our appearance and our appearance of fitness and all the extrapolations about our personality that get made based on our appearance, um, I think it becomes such a loaded industry to work in. And people like I did just get so swept up in it that they're really doing damage to their clients in a potentially physically, but also mentally. And so when I several years ago, I just had to choose a line. I saw it. I saw it around me more and more. I suddenly, you know, I got woke and I was like, wow, whoa. holy shit. I have to choose what side of this line I'm going to be on. And I just remember thinking really clearly, I have this little yes. local following, you know, I mean, I might yeah. be understating it. It's quite a large totally. local following, you know, that's been through boot Bootcamp. It's a huge network of women. And there, was time, there were times when I Um, when I spoke to fat loss and I spoke to appearance and toning and all these insidious Mm -hmm. terms, which Mm -hmm. really are meant to trigger a feeling of not good enough. And especially in a woman, you know, and so I had to make a decision about five years ago, I think is when I really started to change the way that I looked at what we did and the way that I looked at my own future and how I could stay in the fitness industry and not hate myself. And that was to say, there's so many voices on this side of the line that will try to sell you um, mm-hmm. that you that you need to look a certain way and all it can do is just be this voice however mm-hmm. so small on the other side of the line that says there is a million other reasons to move your body and yeah you can learn yeah you can unlearn what they've taught you basically because I have and it's a long slow process but when you get there, you see all the bs around you and you finally and recognize it and i i it for feel like is, and uh, yes really uh, and it's so a, good because way, you
0: know? I, I mean i had um i'm always kind of reluctant to talk about my experience because the end of that is weight loss and a body change and so for many it's like yeah, that's, that was the end goal. But you know, you especially know that when Mm -hmm. I started, I was like, I just don't want to feel like ass anymore. I am sick of Mm -hmm. feeling like I know that the things I'm putting in my body are no longer serving me. I'm sluggish. I'm tired. I feel depressed. Like there's something up and I need to change that. Mm -hmm. And the moment I took all of the power out of like the food and, and what working out meant, and that it like that the end goal would be a change in my body. Like the result was weight loss because I just like, I just chilled out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but I'm still not afraid of food. Mm-hmm. I can have a bag of chips in my house and I don't pound the whole bag, but there. are uh, several times a week mhm what? Or, go, or like go to bagel or whatever. Oh my God. You know like go to- it's so bad because it came in. This is so unrelated. Yes. If you don't live in Toronto, I'm sorry. But it's like it came into my neighborhood and there's another bagel shop in my hood that I absolutely love. And I was like, oh my God, people are going nuts about bagel. What is so great about Whatabagel? It's a frigging bagel. And we already have this place that does amazing bagels. What I didn't know is like it's so much more than bagels. Yeah. <laughs> so like they make these amazing sandwiches and smoothies. And I'm like, I I don't go there for the bagels, actually. I go there for this Brooklyn sandwich that I would think I can't, I wish I never knew about it. It's a problem. Um your sandwich. <laughs>
1: You need to show us the sandwich. In I will your show next it to Instagram you. Store. But even sandwich, okay, so like that's I'm a great example. You need to show Because there would be basketball. a time where <laughs> I, I need would to eat see the sandwich. sandwich five days in a row,
0: and I'd be like, I am a horrible person. But for me, I'm like, I really like it, and I'm getting it out of my system, and it has no power over me. Like it just <laughs> doesn't. I don't care, and mm-hmm. it truly. It's just, mm-hmm. And I don't have to well, eat
1: it, it all. And if I no want power. to eat all, it all, no I won't power. blow it up.
0: It's like sandwich. as soon as you yeah, is a fucking sandwich. I, I just <laughs> – and I don't mean blow up my body. I mean like no. well, this is the I. I this there is, was such shame involved exactly. in all of no, the things. Ahead, if please, I didn't work true. out that one day, I was bad. If I didn't eat like kale, I was bad. And it was like I – I just didn't believe that. And like, I hate, I wrote for your blog that one time, like I hate sharing Mm -hmm. my story because it does result in weight loss and a change of body. But I think what it actually reflected is like my insides match my outsides. Mm -hmm. And even like right now, my body is unconventional, right? Like I have Mm -hmm. boobs, I have an ass, I have a tummy and I don't care. Mm -hmm. And I've never been more in love with my body ever. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, as soon as you just kind of take back that, power and like, again, moving for all the right reasons, you'll notice that like fitness mm-hmm. has so many more benefits than just weight loss and like looking mm-hmm. thin. Exactly. I mean,
1: maybe even the term anyway. fitness needs to be done away with. I, I feel um recently, you know, I'm talking to moms and I keep hearing this term, which we've all used, I'm sure many a times, but out of shape. You know, and they're saying, "I I know I'm out of shape, right, or I feel right. out of shape," and even that term, I don't, I don't even think yeah. they mean it from a, um, an aesthetic point of view. But it's just so loaded with the fact that that their only goal as a woman or as a human in terms of moving their bodies would be to appear in a certain shape. You know, so I think where yes, yeah, I mean, I think the. Um, you know, thinking about the bagels and and um and the sandwiches and, yeah. and all this. It's it, when this the, there's so much. First of all, so much misinformation that people and I and because there's so, always a new study every single day, a new study, and there are a million yes. people who yeah. want to sell you something, and so they are. Um, you know, is people are confused and I get that, you know, and in fact, even as a, as a professional in this industry, it can be, it can be really difficult to keep up with like the trends and the research, you know? And I think that Mm -hmm. that kind of paralyzes people to a certain extent, but I think what paralyzes people, especially moms, and you're thinking about moms who are in the stage of like working with you probably in their first couple of years, um, you know, postpartum or or at least after having had another baby and the i think the paralysis comes from this idea that like that there's nothing except for one standard and that standard is perfection and that standard is yes. like 5 hours a week that standard is nowadays it's keto you know what i mean and if you're not if you're not <laughs> yeah, keto yeah. like literally i mean 5 years ago it was vegan if you weren't vegan mm-hmm. and doing yoga 5 days a week you're a loser and now it's like if you're not keto and doing you know, I don't know, fuck spin, fight, whatever it is now. You know what I mean? You're an mm-hmm. idiot. Mm-hmm. And so why bother fatty? You know what I mean? Basically, this is a totally. messaging. And so yeah. how do you possibly begin to see any opportunity when the only opportunity presented to you is hate your body, beat the shit out of yourself five or six hours a week, and then spend the rest of the time undernourishing yourself. Totally. Um, in order to hope in order to hopefully one day Be considered acceptable, and that's just such a like terrible. But in essence, that is the gist of the mainstream fitness industry still, even in 2019. Um, And I feel like it is shifting. I feel like there are some smaller voices and some more um, inclusive voices. uh, But I think it's really important, especially for people like me who work in a um, sort of a a niche, like an area where people are. Maybe somewhat marginalized, or where there's especially where there's mental health issues, potentially that we're really aware of the fact that we're not helping anybody by setting standards that are unrealistic um, for virtually everybody. You yeah. know, I mean, who who has time for that? Like, even non-moms don't have time to go to the gym five, six hours a week. Usually, you know, so totally, you know, totally. Uh, well, and I think that mm-hmm. like. Yeah.
0: I, I just think that it's shifting. Like, I think, like you said, uh, it, it's been kind of funny how the conversations have taken that turn on this podcast with like, mm-hmm. uh, I talked to Joanna Griffiths from Nick's and uh, Suzanne Comers from mm-hmm. Your Shop Girl. And it's like, we're starting to mm-hmm. recognize that different bodies exist and also have value. Yeah. And I know uh, like mm-hmm. you talked about growing up in the nineties, I actually talked about this with Joanna as well. It's like a certain body was the only option in the nineties.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Like Cindy Crawford or yes, Buss. yes,
0: it, <laughs> basically, or, or yeah. like the Kate Moss for so long. Like, oh yeah, 90s. well, there's the
1: whole yeah, and that then, was just such a trip. A whole like heroin situation. <laughs> it's like really, this is what this is how this is how we're raising our girls. Should yes. Like- be-
0: You should look like you're killing it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So there's that, and then it's like it's so refreshing that now I, I feel like you know even our our curves are now being politicized like, and, and who is, what kind of curves are acceptable (laughs) versus not. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think we're in a, like, I feel very hopeful. I I feel like most of the media, and again, I choose what I consume, but most of the media that I'm seeing is being like really body positive or or trying to get there. And it's not just like we Mm -hmm. put one, you know, quote unquote plus size model on our cover a year, it's like, it's everywhere mm-hmm. these days. Like even in some fitness mm-hmm. stuff that I'm seeing, it's like, yeah, like everyone mm-hmm. can, can be fit or whatever word that we're replacing for fit. You know, like I, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel like it's so exciting. So what I, I guess what I want to talk about is people listen to this podcast because they want to sleep, and and hopefully they mm-hmm. do at some point. <laughs> um, and a lot of my clients' goals it, are to like get back into fitness. So, like, you know, I'm I've been so yeah. tired I can't get off my couch. Actually, this is a huge motivator for me to do this work because I would go to belly boot camp and meet friends that stop coming um, because they stop sleeping. Yeah. So, what are <laughs> what are some like ways? That it, a person like me who is not mm. really super fit or afraid mm-hmm. of fitness and, like, going to a place and getting their ass whooped, like, what are some, like, ways that you can gently get back in
1: or so join if ways. you've never like joined? So many ways. And um, I think the first thing is, like, just to stop maybe considering that you have to do even thirty minutes at a time, or sixty minutes at a time, or that it needs to be head to toe, or you've got to be like you know rolling on the floor dying afterwards because that the concept that every like we're very like I think across you know we're we're come you know we're talking about like how vegan it was vegan and yoga and now it's like keto and CrossFit or paleo and CrossFit was big for a while and so there tends to be these combinations of like diets and, and exercise methods, but um, since CrossFit came in and the concept of, you know, and boot camps got big and, and this kind of thing. I think there's this misconception that you have to do what we call MetCon or metabolic conditioning in every workout, or it's a waste of time. And metabolic conditioning mm-hmm. basically means like it's pr- really what it refers to is fat loss conditioning. And in effect, in, in right. that just comes back to that whole concept that everything you have to do has to be motivated, motivated by the desire to be thinner. And so while Metcon is an important part of your program, at some point, perhaps when you have the mental and physical energy to do, um, that harder stuff, that it's definitely not the only way to exercise. And it's actually not really appropriate, um, on a right. very big scale for moms who are dealing with like hormonal and sleep related and like, you know, um, other kinds of stress in their lives because it's also a stressor. And so there are lots of simple things you can do at home that don't involve having to like follow a prescribed program. And it mm-hmm. could be anything from literally just getting out and trying to walk. And I've a lot mm-hmm. of moms apologize for that. They're like, all I do is walk. And it's like, hey, listen, a mm-hmm. hundred years ago, I guarantee all your grandmother did was walk. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. walked and she yep. did, did housework. And, um, and for sure there, are, you know, there's always like, I feel another study the other day, just about like, it was harder or it was easier for our, our, you know, distant relative like our, our ancestors to stay thin than it was us. And they were talking about like chemicals and, and there, like, there's always a reason to explain. Everybody loves studies to explain why we're fat. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. cause if someone can figure it out, then there we go. There's the silver bullet. Right. But, yeah. but the truth is, is like really like, over the history of human time, we have never focused on concentrated exercise as like a matter of hygiene. It is yes. sport. Yes. You know what I mean? yes. It is for recreation. And so if you can find a way to make your exercise recreational- it might not always feel that way and so you can treat it kind of like flossing your teeth you know what i mean yeah. or taking a shower um, you know or whatever and it can be i mean who takes showers i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> not me
1: what? i do I, I would say probably exercise more than i shower yeah. i don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> so um, but yeah if you can you know try to find a balance between treating it a little bit as hygiene in terms of like, I'm not always going to feel like this is exactly what I want to do with my time right now. But it also shouldn't be something that you've got to like, work your way up to like you're, you're, you're nervous, you know what I mean? Or you're, or you're dreading yeah. it. Right. So a combination of literally getting out and walking, take your kids to the public pool, yeah. you know, and then while you're in the pool, go ahead, do some backstroke, let let your shoulders open up. Like you, you can think about your body moving and think about what's good for it without it always having to be like, um, across yes. class, you know what I mean? Or 5k. And there doesn't have to be an end goal of being thinner and there doesn't have to be an end goal of a marathon. There doesn't have to be an end goal of fitting into a certain piece of clothing or whatever. It can, it can actually just be, um, enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but I think that comes with like starting to like experiment with little bits of movement and say, finding, um, you know, like at Mama Reset, we have this membership site, as you know, and, and it's the idea is that they're Ten to thirty-minute workouts, and they're videos. So just press play on the video, and it's combinations of strength and cardio and yoga. Or maybe it's like you have a, um, you know, I don't know, like a Pinterest yeah, board, yeah. Or whatever you know. But just it can be something very, like, it can be something very small that kind of can provide you with some structure, or it could literally just be like go ahead, go yeah. and do a walk. You know what? And if all you know how to do at home is do totally. push do push-ups. Like if, you know, if all you know how to do is your old 90s step-class moves, yeah. do your old 90s step-class moves or put on, you know, there's tons of free yoga on YouTube. There's tons of free video workouts. There's, um, you know, find a friend, build, build enjoyment into it. So some of the tips, and you'll know this because from working together, like some of the tips that I offer to clients are, like work out in your living space. Don't – everyone thinks they need like this home gym or it's got to be this like, you know, dark, dingy basement with the weight bench <laughs> that your partner keeps down there and yeah. never gets used or whatever. No, but really like haul mm-hmm. your shit into the living room. Leave your foam roller laying out so that when your shoulders are tired, you're like you'll see it and it'll cue you and you'll be like, oh, I could totally like just yeah. lay on the foam roller for a minute right now and it would feel good afterwards. And we have to build that association of, oh, look, you know what? The baby went to sleep because I'm working with Amanda Jusen, obviously. And I'm going to (laughs) go and I'm going to I left my dumbbells out. And you know what? I'm just going to do 10 pushups, 10 squats and 10 rows. and I'm just going to repeat that until a timer goes off in 10 minutes. And and you know what? If you get seven minutes into it and the baby wakes up, who cares? You did something, right? But what you feel at the end of that is you feel better. Your body wants to move. Your body Mm -hmm. likes to move and your brain wants you to move and likes you to move. It helps manage your hormones, helps manage your stress levels if it's done in the right way. So Mm -hmm. once you start to build that like... Pavlovian kind of response of like, that actually feels really good. And it's, it's, it feels good, even if it's only eight minutes and it feels even better when it's 20, but I might not always be able to get 20 and it feels amazing when I get 60, but that's probably not going to happen more than once a week. And then, and then you start to think, I actually really want to work out. I want to work out. exactly instead of, yeah, instead of always thinking that the that the end result of exercise is to be skinny. We realize over time, hopefully that the end result of exercise is to feel really good. And so when you start to find the opportunities, even if it is eight minutes at a time or a walk or going to the pool or going for a hike or putting your kids on their scooters, because that lets you walk a little bit faster, you know what I mean? And you find those little, little mo- moments and 10 push push-ups on the kitchen counter or whatever. It doesn't have to be Um, super structured. But when you find those moments and you start to uh, see the opportunities, then we can realize what we've all been, we've all kind of had the wool pulled over our eyes, that movement is for everyone and movement Mm -hmm. is super accessible and movement movement is very possible and in a a million different ways. And it feels really, really, really freaking good. Mm -hmm. And it feels better the more you do it. And so when you can kind of start to build that response, then you can stop Believing what they lied to you about, which is that the only reason to move is to look better or look different, you know? Totally. And then I think that's when you get that real place that you're in now where you want, like where you are now, where you're like, yeah, I want to do this and I'll probably do this forever, right? Exactly. And I. Moments of injury or whatever. Well,
0: and I think that, like, I I think that was something that I needed to get over. Like, I didn't think a workout was worth it unless it was an hour. Like, I don't know why, but that was in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I have Mm -hmm. never worked out more and I've never been, you know, stronger Mm -hmm. is probably a better word. And I never work Mm -hmm. out more than 30 minutes (laughs) ever. Mm -hmm. And if I do, I'm like, oh, I can't. (laughs) It's
1: too long. (laughs) I know, and then, well, because it's a long time to stay focused, and that's one thing about homework. It's a long time to stay focused on something by yourself longer than 30 minutes. Like, going to a class is a great way if you wanted to work on, like, longer um, bouts of exercise or, like, meet a girlfriend for, like, a long jog walk or something, because truly to, like, to discipline, like to sit, unless you're being motivated because you have to mm-hmm. perform in some way or something, doing more than 30 minutes of like putting your own nose to the grindstone at home in between your own four walls uh, with other shit you've got you to do too. It's pretty You need know, to Like a character. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. But it's, it's so doable. And, and, um, I think I just, I guess I'd say to your moms, like, you know, it's really important that you um, that the exercise that you're doing, it doesn't feel scary because if it feels scary, it's not right for you. If it feels, um, physically exhausting, like to the point where like like your energy levels later in the day are significantly yeah. di- different, also not good for you. And it's not to say that that can't ever be right for you, but the truth is that early motherhood mm-hmm. is ex- extremely physically exhausting. And we tend to discount like the amount of mm-hmm. physical work that we do just in our day-to-days. So, you know, just running up and down your stairs around your house, school, you know, pickups and drop-offs and, um, you know, housework and lifting kids up over and over and over and over and all of those things really do add up. And so um, your exercise should be something that you can fit within your existing Mm -hmm. energy allowance basically. And then you'll find over time, if you keep it in that not intimidating place where you're like, oh my God, it's only 10 minutes or it's only 15 minutes or it's 25 minutes, but it's something I really love or I feel comfortable with. Like I, I, I used to do yoga. So 20 minutes of yoga feels like no yoga, you know, or whatever it is. Right. Something that to me is like exciting, approachable and not intimidating. Um, when you can do that, then like all of a sudden, you know, four, six weeks from now, 30 minutes doesn't seem intimidating anymore where it might've been, you know, Mm -hmm. or like moving, you know, picking up the dumbbells. Maybe you were, you were only comfortable with body weight. Now you're like, Oh, you know what? Actually I could probably I'd like to try using some dumbbells. And it, and so you, you really I think it's so different from person yeah. to person. It's it's personal choice, it's experience level, it's um, you know, how much room you have, how much money you have, how much time. There's a billion reasons um that will affect what you choose to do for exercise, but there are many super dirt cheap, easy do at home options. And all you wanna do, I think, is keep it in that place where you feel like, yeah, yeah. I could I can a hundred percent do this or 98% do this and i'm going to ignore the 2% of me that doesn't that just wants to lay on the couch and then what will happen is what you feel super comfortable with will change over time and totally. you will find you're doing more you're doing harder things and but that's got to be a natural progression. Yeah. Totally.
0: Okay, Dara, yes. where can people find you if they want to work with you?
1: So they so if you're in the GTA, we have classes um, all across downtown Toronto, and then we have actually Pickering, Clarington, Scarborough, and Bond starting up this fall as well, which I'm super excited about. So um, that's bellybootcamp.ca, and that's mostly if you're in the pregnancy, postpartum, whatever stage of that journey, you know. Um, and then I have Mama Reset, which is on the online programming I was talking about, and that's, so that's a video membership um, that's themommareeset.com. And then social media, mom <laughs> um, yeah. is the. Damn it. Yeah. I'm going to be so mad. So mad about that forever. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find you. <laughs> Just
0: find my profile. See who I'm following. It'll yeah. be mom.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Just Google Dara Bergeron. And I've yes. been around long enough that you'll hit my, I'll be the first few pages of, <laughs> there's not no, a no. lot of Dara Bergeron. So, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, Dara, always a pleasure. So refreshing. Um, Definitely see Dara if you're thinking about getting back into exercise and it terrifies you because it will change your life. And thank you so much for coming on. Oh,
1: thank you so much. I hope it's
0: helpful. It is. Thanks, Dara. Bye. Okay. Bye, Amanda.